Hey guys, it is Monday, January 7th, 2019, and you're listening to this episode of the salvage title, Scrap Stories. Uh, these tend to be a little bit more micro-sized little things, just me kind of thinking out loud about on a given automobile topic uh, to kind of satiate you until the end of the week when we have some bigger stories. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Brad Eisenlike, and unlike the other things where we talk about car news, car culture, and car whatever, uh, this one we're going to talk about just one specific thing, and that is the 2019 Kloomer Consumer Electronics uh, Show out in Las Vegas, and more specifically, something that hasn't really been a big automotive thing recently, and that is head units. And I've got an interesting idea for you to consider when it comes to buying a new car based around the idea of head units. So, after the bump, follow me, if you will, on this strange thought process. So the Consumer Electronics Expo, or show, or whatever you call it these days, uh, you know, more or less, you're going to get uh, vacuums that suck, you're going to get uh, refrigerators that tweet, you're going to get TVs that roll up into tubes, lots of crazy things are happening. But what is interesting to me, at least at this show, when it comes to cars, and there's a lot of news about electric cars, electric car chargers, and so much else that we can cover later on this week, uh, it's head units. And, you know, growing up in the late 90s, early 2000s, getting my car in the mid-late 2000s, uh, driving that around, head units were a big deal. Everybody wanted to have a good stereo system. Everybody wanted to listen to their music as loud as they possibly could and have it sound great. And, you know, it was a huge thing. And automakers do pay attention to when trends like that happen. Uh, you know, as much as Kenwood and Alpine and so many other companies were making a killing on selling upgraded speakers, head units, tweeters, and more, uh, what they ended up deciding to do was investing a lot of that time, money, and effort, and working with these companies to develop uh, stereo systems for their standard vehicles. So that's why, at least today, you see a lot of brands like Beats, Rockford Fosgate, uh, Sony, Bose, uh, Harman Kardon, so many others uh, have partnered with these automotive brands to install their luxury speaker systems, even in basic things like a Honda Civic or a Toyota Corolla. And these systems sound absolutely fantastic. And when you really think about it, a lot of these brands are putting these, you know, multiple hundreds of dollar systems in here and really not charging you anything at all. And the other good thing is that a lot of these more recent cars have the capability that even though phones and other technology has marched forward, you can still plug in a USB drive, um, an aux cord, or Bluetooth. Basic Bluetooth support is there for you to be able to cast things from your phone, listen to music, have phone calls, things like that. But there's still that batch of older cars. And when I say older cars, I mean early 2000s, late 90s, maybe even some mid-90s cars that are known to be more reliable, in some cases more fuel efficient. They hold up a little bit better than the newer ones, but they really lack the support to have that modern technology. And if you're staring down the gun of having to buy a new car because you want that new technology, uh, some of what's shown up here at CES I think is pretty interesting. Now, last year we had some 
uh, aftermarket stereo companies start rolling out Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible head units. They announced that they were um, working on it. Uh, we saw the fruits of some of that at the end of 2018, but here in 2019, we're getting to the point where it's actually fairly affordable to purchase one. Now, that being said, you know, in my opinion, an affordable head unit is less than $200. If anything, less than $150 is where a lot of people want to be at. But for right around $500 to $600, bucks, you can get a pretty nice Kenwood or Pioneer head unit that uses Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, and it you know, it's pulling live maps from your phone, it's streaming music, it's giving you the control of your vehicle that you'd expect to have in a brand new car in your old Toyota Camry, Honda Accord, whatever works best for you. And so my thought process kind of goes, why buy a new car in some instances? I mean, if it's gonna save you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because you really just want that Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatibility, that's not a bad deal. But the other weird part about this is that these head units that they're manufacturing really only work for a really small subset of vehicles. And by that, what I mean is, remember how I was talking about how a lot of car companies design their own special units with all these other audio makers and they redesign the dashboard so that you can't put head units in them? Well, that's going to leave a crop of cars out that can't take these modifications anymore. Uh, these head units are double din size, and to those of us who grew up in the early aughts, late 90s and early aughts with our car stuff, we know exactly what a double din is. Uh, these double din units, you know, I haven't seen a car that uses a double din sized thing in what feels like forever. Um, I, in fact, I don't think I can think of a single car that's on the market right now that has a double din setup extension thing. Maybe the most recent is a Scion, and it's because you had to buy your double din head unit from your dealer for them to install it uh, when you came to pick up your car. So a car from maybe two or three years ago might be the last of what would have had that setup. And really that's not too bad of a situation? I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking of like something that's extremely reliable, that'll run forever, that as long as you keep fluids in it, it'll go. So I'm thinking like a third generation Toyota Camry, a second generation Honda CRV, uh, something like that. You know, you can get for three or four thousand dollars in pretty decent shape. Throw in one of these six hundred dollar head units, you basically got a modern car that gets 30-ish miles per gallon when you drive it right. Well, maybe not in the case of the Camry or the CRV, but gets pretty good fuel mileage, and the parts are a dime a dozen. That's not a bad way to go, you know. I, I don't know. That's Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I am completely crazy for wanting to go with something like that and continuing to research it on a personal basis. But that's kind of cool. So if you're curious at all, if you've got an older car, you want to get into a new Android Auto Apple CarPlay compatible setup, uh, this isn't a bad way to go. And hey, if you're a teenager and you've got an older car and you want to have something that's cool and up to date because your rich friend's got a fancy new Honda Civic, uh, you can say, hey, my car is just as good. So uh, Kenwood, I think they have a new one. They do require a plugged connection, but apparently Pioneer had one come out at the end of 2018. It's like 550 bucks. It is wirelessly connectable for Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Uh, so it will do all that without you having to plug in your phone, which is pretty damn cool. So give that a look if you're interested. And tell me if I'm crazy. Drop me a line here at Anchor FM at anchor.fm slash Y-S-S-M-A-N. Hope to hear what you have to say.
Well, guys, that just about wraps up this Scrap Story episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brad Eisenlike, and you can follow me on Twitter at YSSMAN. You can listen to all of these podcasts for free on a wide variety of podcasting platforms, including Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Uh, the main episode of this show will probably be out, as usual, on Friday. Uh, planning on talking about a lot of CES news. I imagine we're going to have some electric car stuff to talk about. Uh, cars themselves, chargers a lot more. I haven't even gotten through all of today's CES news. That head unit thing just has my head, my wheels turning in my brain. Um, I do owe you guys a car buyer's guide episode. I did some research for the teenager thing. Got to dive in a little bit deeper, but we're going to work on that and hopefully get that done as well. Uh, Detroit Auto Show is coming up too, so we'll have some news for that. Maybe potentially as early at the end of this week, because typically CES uh, tips right into the North American International Auto Show. Uh, so yeah, a lot of news coming up. I'm pretty excited. But anyway, guys, I hope you have a fantastic start to your week. I know it is really warm and really wet here in Michigan, so hopefully it's a little bit better where you are. Uh, so until Friday, guys, I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you very soon on the next episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. See you later.